I really am so passionate about in my work is helping women to really overcome those doubts and those negative beliefs so that they can live a really fulfilling life. Are you ready to strap yourself in for one hell of a ride? Welcome back to the podcast where I, Nadia Wildemoth, discuss my blonde tendencies, give advice while helping you get through life and discuss my interests with you and amazing guests. So sit back and relax and grab yourself some snacks because you deserve it. Stay calm and listen to this episode of Don't Worry, I'm Here. Hi everyone. On this episode of Don't Worry, I'm Here, I'm joined with Janelle Hosking, who is an inspiration to those who want to start focusing on themselves and also to those who want to start loving themselves more. Um, How are you today, Janelle? I am doing very good, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on and thank you for your kind words. That means a lot. Can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Janelle and I live in New Zealand. I am a woman's confidence coach and I have been coaching since 2016. Um, I actually started my career in media and spent a few years working on the radio. And then after a while, I realized that it wasn't, for me personally anyway, it wasn't all that was... um, hyped up to be and honestly it made me feel like not a very great person inside and so once I realized that there was this misalignment there I kind of went on this personal growth journey to really figure out like who I was what was important to me and what was really going to make me have a good fulfilled life and that then is what's led me on the journey of personal development I then got some coaching qualifications and like I said I've been coaching since 2016 and um yeah I I work full-time for myself from my home office in the Bay of Plenty in New Zealand working with amazing women all over the world and it's just so incredible being able to help people to work on themselves and get themselves to a point in their life where they feel happy, content and fulfilled with what they're doing day to day. So something I like asking all my guests is what do you like to do in your spare time? Good question. Um, Spare time, that doesn't happen very often now. (laughs) My partner and I, we live on a lifestyle block and so we've got um some animals we've got a veggie garden all that good stuff so that honestly takes up what would be most of my spare time but this year I am trying to have a few more hobbies like I've recently just started doing some painting it's terrible but we're trying anyway um I also love making healthy treats like dessert recipes in the kitchen too so just trying to put more time to doing those while still you know having quite a full life in terms of business our property um and then you know family friends relationships that kind of good stuff oh yeah what's your favorite um thing to bake oh so I it's really interesting that I like making healthy recipes and lately I really I found this amazing recipe for this like oat 
banana, cacao, brownie. So it's a healthy, you know, I guess a healthy take on a traditional brownie. And yeah, it tastes a bit different. Like it's not the same, but it is so yum. And it's really um, satisfying to eat. So they're probably be my favorite thing to bake at the moment for sure. Yeah, people tend to think because it's healthy, it's not going to taste good, but yeah. <laughs> it like, does, it does. You just have to give it a shot, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't know unless you try it. No, exactly. So what does self-love and self-confidence mean to you? Honestly, I feel like it means everything to me in terms of the benefits and the impacts that taking care of yourself and developing a sense of love for yourself helps you in every single area of your life, especially in growing your own self-confidence. So honestly, it, it means to me a life of knowing who you are, what you want, what's important to you, and really trusting that you are good enough to create the dreams in your life, you know, and really turn things into reality rather than being scared or doubtful or fearful all the time that you've got these things you want to do, but feeling like you're not good enough or you're not worthy enough. You know, if you focus on self-love and developing that within you and then building your confidence as well, honestly, I feel like you're just going to be able to get so much further, um, achieve so much more and also just be a lot happier too. Yeah. I feel like if you don't, um, have self-confidence or like self-love you're gonna like be sad and not happy absolutely and we don't want to be that way I mean there's already so many people out there like that and it's it's really hard to get out of that space or you know it can feel like it's really hard to get out of that space as well so um the there are really so many benefits to like even just starting on a journey of trying to take better care of yourself whether that's mentally physically or emotionally like every single little thing you do can just make the world of difference and it all compounds over time as well yeah can you please um like give the benefits of like self-love like you loving yourself on your like mental health like how it impacts your mental health yeah so for me personally when I've been able to you know live life with a sense of self-love it looks like compassion being able to go easy on yourself and not being so critical or judgmental of yourself all the time and it also then allows you to do the same for others you know be more compassionate and less judgmental towards other people um self-love allows you to set boundaries you know if there's people in your life that are walking all over you and you don't know how to do anything about it 
when you start to practice self-love and build this, you know, self-worth and confidence within you, you're going to then be able to um, stand up for yourself more. And that has been a massive benefit because if you know how to set boundaries and to, um, I guess, stick by them, then you're going to be able to live a whole different way in your life. And the benefits are just honestly I, like there are so many I can't even identify them all but the biggest thing is just within yourself how you show up as a person who you become and what that then does is that allows you to gravitate better and better people to come into your life too you know so when you're not taking care of yourself when you don't have any self-love when you're hard on yourself when you're judgmental when you're comparing yourself to other people you then are gravitating more people like that into your life. And those aren't really the type of people that you want to be around, you know? So when you start taking more of an interest in your own self-care, self-love, all of those good things, then you're going to start to gravitate more people who are on the same wavelength as you into your life. And that's just going to give you nurturing relationships, which will at the same time build your confidence even more. Yeah. Do you have any advice for um, those who compare themselves to others? Because I used to do that a lot and, like, I would feel really, like, bad about myself, feeling like I wasn't good enough. Yeah, I think it's all about having the awareness of it. You know, if you were, for instance, if you're scrolling Instagram and then you see, like, an influencer or somebody who you look up to and they're, sitting sunbathing in front of their pool and you can't help but feel a sense of like jealousy or maybe that comparison of like I wish that I had that I wish that I looked like them I wish that I had that life in that moment if you can notice it like notice what you're doing notice that you're comparing and then you know just tell yourself actually I don't need to do that I don't need to compare I am completely different from everybody else and that is a good thing and also with that awareness reminding yourself that what you see in other people is only ever a small fraction of the reality when it comes to say social media you're only seeing the highlights of people's lives and telling yourself or making yourself believe and feel that that is the whole picture of somebody's life and that that is what you need for yourself it's actually it's unrealistic and it's not real. And so just having that awareness when you notice yourself comparing, just being compassionate, notice the comparison, and then just tell yourself to let it go and like, no, I don't, I don't need that. Like I'm good enough as I am. And the more you practice that, the more natural that becomes in your life. And so along with that, a result is that hopefully you start to feel less and less, um, shame or guilt around who you are as a person because you're not comparing yourself to others as much anymore yeah like just because someone looks happy like is smiling in their um instagram like photo mm. doesn't mean that they're actually like 100 percent happy yeah and even if they are 100 percent happy like good on them but it doesn't it shouldn't be a reflection of you and your own happiness, you know, like you create your own happiness from within. And every time you look outside of you to try and create that happiness, 
it is keeping you further away from true happiness because all you're doing is comparing or judging and it's just adding all of these other layers to your life where anytime you want to improve, you want to be more happy, you want to be more confident, you need to actually go within yourself and start looking internally of things that you can do to be able to help you on that journey rather than outside of yourself. Yeah. Do you have any tips to like about focusing on yourself? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, I like to do a lot of, I guess, simple, practical things. I know that when I was first practicing and learning about, say, self love and self confidence, for me, it's really important, which I've already stated a couple times now, is to figure out who you are. You know, like what type of person are you? What's important to you? What values do you have? What What's your why in life? And for me, a really simple way that I was able to, I guess, identify all of those things was by getting myself my very own journal. And this isn't a journal where you write down your day-to-day, everything that I did today. This is what I ate for lunch. It's actually a journal where you ask yourself questions and you, what, how I do mine is I ask a question at the top of the page might be like, who do I want to be in five years time? And then I spend that whole page writing anything that comes to mind that answers that question, you know, so who do you want to be in five years time? I want to be a confident, independent woman. I want to work for myself. I want to be strong. I want to be a motivation for others. And, you know, you start identifying these things in yourself that maybe you never knew you wanted to before. And so your subconscious is giving you little hints and little tips And then from there, what you can do is you can reread over what you've written and you can try to start applying these things. Because for instance, that whole um, prompt of who do I want to be in five years? Well, actually you can start being her today. And so whatever you've written down for five years time, then ask yourself, well, how can I apply some of these things today? How can I become a confident, strong woman today? And then, you know, start working on those things now, because believe it or not, five years will probably turn up to being one year or maybe even two years. And before you know it, all those things that you had written down, you're already living them. But it's because you took the time to pause and to get to know yourself more, to figure out what's important to you and what really means something to you, that you're able to work on it, you know, and get yourself from A to B rather than just kind of floating or coasting day by day. Yeah. So basically, it's just setting goals and you focusing on them. So you become a better, like, you become more confident and start loving yourself more yeah absolutely and say for instance like creating really good habits you know journaling as I said that is something that you can do every single day and it doesn't have to take long it can just take five minutes and then there's other things like talking to yourself in the mirror um you know trying to say positive kind caring things to yourself um practicing, noticing um, beauty in other people and complimenting them, you know, making others feel good will make you feel good. Like there's so many amazing things you can do, but start really simple, you know, like exactly what we've both just said, 
start with a journal, identify some areas, you could turn those into goals, and then go ahead and really start working on those in your life. Yeah. Do you have any advice for those who have had a breakup or like a fight with a friend and they feel like they can't like live without them or they're never going to be loved again? Oh, that is so sad. Um, Yes, I've definitely felt like that before in my life and it's not a fun feeling to have and it's definitely something that you can give yourself permission to feel. You know, if you feel sad over either a relationship breakup or a friendship breakup, you can just acknowledge the way that you're feeling and allow yourself to kind of mourn that loss, you know, and and just giving yourself that permission that kind of takes a layer out of it. And then from there, (laughs) I always feel like the best thing to do is just to focus on yourself. And because kind of, I've really kind of shared around the, whoever you're being, that is what you will gravitate into your life. Okay. So there's always a reason if you break up with somebody or if somebody breaks up with you, there's a reason, whether that's a friendship or romantic relationship. Now you could use this as a learning curve. Is there anything that you can do to improve yourself so that next time the next person romantic relationship or the next friend that comes into your life that's going to be say a better suited partnership that ideally won't end in a breakup or in you know some kind of bad situation and it's quite sad because sometimes we we repeat the same patterns over and over again until we realize them and change them so I used to date really dumb boys and um, I would stay in these relationships for way too long right And eventually, as I started on this personal development journey, I started doing what I shared before. I started doing the journaling, but I was asking myself questions about these relationships. Like, why do I date dumb boys? Why do I put up with being treated like crap? And just asking all of these questions and then really trying to identify these answers. And what happened is when I realized some of these things, I was actually able to make a new standard for myself. I was able to create new boundaries. And that meant that the people who I was previously letting into my life, Mm -hmm. they were no longer a match for me. So if someone who was a dumb boy going to treat me like crap, tried to even talk to me, I would just say, no, thank you. You know, Mm -hmm. like your tolerance increases. And so what I can say as a result of that is I dated dumb boys for years, okay? Like a long, 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 long time. And then I met my partner and we have been together for just over two years and we're now engaged and he is the best human in the world. But I would not have been able to form a relationship with him if I hadn't have done all that work on myself, you know? So like I said, if you've had a breakup, feel those feelings. You're allowed to feel sad about it. Do the crying, 
throw a plate at the ground, smash some things, go scream in front of the ocean, whatever you need to do, that's all good. But then the next thing you should focus on is yourself. Do not try to change for other people, okay? You need to have the intention of growing for the betterment of yourself rather than like, well, if I do X, Y, Z, they'll take me back. Don't like just try and let that one go and tell yourself, well, they're obviously not meant for me, you know, or they're not meant for me right now. I've got some growing to do and go and focus on yourself for a while. Yeah, I feel like having like experience, uh, like having a bad relationship or a friendship um, lets you know your worth and tells you that you deserve better. Like it's. Oh, yeah, for for sure. For sure. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah. So do you have like a kind of self-care routine, like something that like makes you happy? Yeah, I do. For me, this is a really fluid thing and it changes and evolves all the time. And I recommend that to any of my clients as well. It's like play with that. And if something's not working for you anymore, change it up, you know, and it should be something that you enjoy doing too. So um, say for instance, last year, I was waking up at 5am every day, which I really wanted to do. I wanted to be like an early bird So I was waking up at 5am, I would then have a cacao, I really love doing little cacao ceremonies at home, which is like this beautiful hot chocolate drink that you just make on the stove and it's just so like soul nourishing, it's lovely. So I would wake up at 5, I would make myself a cacao, I would sit down, I would do my journaling and then usually by, oh and I would do a meditation as well, I love meditation, it's so good and peaceful for your mind. Um, From there... I would start my work day. I literally started work at 6 (laughs) a.m. And so that little self-care routine was just something really little, but it was a great way to get my day started. Um, And then what I'm doing right now is I've taken those 5 a.m.s actually forward a little bit more. So I'm sleeping in a little bit longer, waking up at 6 a.m. now. And while it's summer and ideally not raining, although lately it's been raining a lot, I would go for a walk. Um, And the intention for the walk is really just to start the day clear-headed and really like move the body because I sit down at a computer all day long, right? So moving the body basically for 20 to 30 minutes. And then I have a stretch which is about 10 to 15 minutes. And that's just some beautiful stretches that I find on YouTube. Um, And then from there, I might do, um, lately I've been doing a morning meditation every morning as well, which is great. If I have some time, I'll do some journaling, but usually it's straight to having breakfast and then sitting down at my computer, usually by like 7.30 every day, because I still like starting my work day nice and early I'm definitely a morning person (laughs) yeah I like getting up early like when I have work so then Mm -hmm. I can um get things done yeah it it feels good to to be making the most of the day and then by nighttime I always feel quite tired and ready for rest so I know that if I've done all of my self-care type things in the morning then I can just rest at night time um, and hang out with my partner do whatever um, is on the agenda for us to do and then go to bed yeah so what makes you happy when you're feeling down like 
Oh, that is such a good question. What makes me happy when I'm feeling down? Um, I really go inwards and I would probably then put more emphasis on making sure that I'm doing those self-care activities like journaling or meditating. But I also think something that makes you happy or makes me happy when I'm not feeling too happy is to get in the kitchen or like do something with your hands that's a bit different or not what you usually do you know so like last night it's not that I wasn't happy but I was really really tired right like sleepy I just wanted to go to bed but it was still really early and so I was like Janelle what can you do that's going to make you feel good and give you like some happy endorphins um and get you out of this little slump of feeling really overtired and so I went into the kitchen and um because we have our veggie garden there was some um, veggies that needed to be like prepped and stuff because I'm doing some sauerkrauts at the moment which I've never done before and so I literally spent like three hours in the kitchen doing those sauerkrauts I did some um, meal prep for my breakfasts for throughout the week and just a couple of other bits and bobs as well and by the end of the night I just felt so good so happy and also like really accomplished and knowing that just a couple of hours beforehand I really just wanted to sleep and I did not want to um, I didn't want to do anything but then I just gave myself a chance of like, come on, let's do something that's going to make you feel better. And it worked. It genuinely made me feel so much better. Yeah. So when I'm feeling sad, like I like watching TV or um, exercising with some uplifting music in the background. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to increase your vibe is good. I feel like TV is one of those interesting things where I, I, I really like TV shows, right? Like I like watching a lot of TV shows, but I think you want to be conscious about when it is that you're, you're watching them. And, um, because the state that you're in is going to the thing that you do, if you're not in a good state, it can take you down even more. So I really like what you said about doing, exercising and listening to like high vibe high energy music because that's absolutely going to make you feel better whereas watching tv can be a little bit of a risk because depending on what you watch it could make you feel even worse you know so um but having those different options that at the time you can be like what does my body need right now or what does my mind need right now is a really good way to then help yourself to um i guess get the fuel that you need yeah. So we're coming to the end of the interview. Is there anything else you would like to say? Um, yeah, totally. Like I have my own podcast as well. And if you listening really want to, um, you know, further embody your own self-confidence, self-love journey, like come have a listen. It's called Get Confident. And um, hopefully our lovely Nadia will post the link in the description of this episode so you can go straight there and check it out. And um, I do lots of episodes that are like quite practical on, you you know, how to do X, Y, Z. And so you always finish 
listening to an episode with some really practical things you can go and um, I guess get started and add to your life right away that are going to help you to grow in your own self-confidence and focusing on yourself your self-love and your self-confidence is always worth it okay and I, I think you know this is just a little piece of advice is the next time you feel like you shouldn't do something that's good for you because you're not worth it try and catch that feeling or that thought and just let it go and tell yourself actually I don't I don't believe that like I know I'm good enough I know I'm worthy I know that I am lovable and go ahead and do the thing you know there's nothing worse than seeing beautiful spirited women who don't do things in life because they're too self-conscious or they have low self-esteem and that's something that I really am so passionate about in my work is helping women to really overcome those doubts and those negative beliefs so that they can live a really fulfilling life yeah I've learned so much today thank you for coming Mm -hmm. on the podcast (laughs) you're welcome thank you so much for having me I hope you can come on like uh again sometime yeah absolutely for sure for like a catch-up episode yeah that'd be great I love it so enjoy the rest of your day thank you too okay bye bye